Hey, hey, everybody. We're back in the studio down at Hubbard Broadcasting. Beautiful day. Boy, it's been the last oh, four or five days have been just unbelievable. It's really hard to, you just want to sit and just absorb it. It definitely fall is in the air. Getting the crisp nights. I love my my uh, my favorite time of year, hooded sweatshirts and shorts. That's my favorite time of year. So I want to thank everybody for coming on out to the state fairgrounds and saying hey. The first Sunday was very, very hot and sticky. So the couple of people that did show up, I appreciate that. Thank you. And then last Sunday, we had probably about 30 people there. So that was that was great. So sorry, Carly, that you weren't out there. Next year, we'll get you out there, Carly, to, to so everybody can say, hey, that's Carly, the face of the voice the face for the voice that we hear yes. uh, over the airways. Yes, so yes. That, that'll be the perfect. person that we hear. Yes, yes, yes. But we yes. don't get to see all so the time. We don't get to see, no, uh, no, 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 no. So, yeah, so hopefully uh, hopefully your week is going well, and hopefully your back to school is going well. Everybody hit the road schooling on Tuesday. My classes were up at Katie's Canine starts uh, tomorrow night. I got puppy classes starting tomorrow night, and I got the beginner one and beginner two classes starting this week. I do have some openings in my what do I got? Um, Wednesday morning, beginner one class. And then Thursday, beginner two classes. I have still some openings. So if you want to give me a call and get, we'll get you in. So anyway, so hopefully everything is uh, go, going well for you. And I had my 45 class year reunion for Alexander Ramsey. Exciting. Uh, we 1973. <laughs> And it was great. We had about 250 people there, and it was at the Rosetown VFW in Roseville. And uh, it was great. It was kind of a picnic lunch and enjoyed it. And Karen Bean is uh, kind of the head. Uh, she's There's a committee that puts it together, and I can't remember everybody's. I just know Karen Bean because I know Karen Bean. And then Jill, and then there was some about Mark, and there was some other, and I can't thank them enough for putting together, taking the time to do this. So uh, who would have thought, 45 years I wouldn't think I'm old enough for 45 years out of school, but there really is a weird number, 45 years. That, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, wow. a, that's a lot of years. <clears throat> it sounds older than 40, but somehow 45 sounds really older than a long time out of school. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we had a great time. A couple cocktails and lunch and good conversation. And it's kind of it's sad to see all the people that have left you know, in our class, and many of them were with cancer, unfortunately. That raises his ugly head, and uh, a lot of retirement. Uh, I'll never say the R word. I'll just won't be training as many dogs, but I'll never retire until I either I can't talk or I can't walk. <laughs> One of the two. Well, if I can't walk and still talk, I'll still do it. No, <laughs> but anyway. So hopefully you got got questions for me today. Uh, we got something coming up that I want to make a give a heads up on. I don't know if you ever have heard of Pet Food Buddies Delivery. Pet Food Buddies Delivery. You can go to buddiespetfood.com. But anyway, they're having kind of a unique event here on uh, next Sunday, September September 16th. They're having a 1K. <laughs> and those of you who don't know what a 1K is, it's a 3,281 feet. <laughs> so it's uh, check-in is at noon, then 1230 is the walk. 1 p.m. is the after party. And it's at Abel Seed House and Brewery in Northeast Minneapolis. Abel, A-B-L-E, Seed House and Brewery in Northeast Minneapolis. And then if you complete the 1K, you get a bandana and a free T-shirt. Isn't that something? So look it up. Uh, go to buddiespetfooddelivery.com. So I think that is just comical. 1K. That is fantastic. So, um, so we... 
We did one year though the no K. Remember that? Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. That's that's even more yeah, hysterical. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, everybody, raise your glass. Yeah, okay, we're exactly. done. <laughs> and on your market set, go. Never mind. You take one step, and then you're finished. That that is hilarious. That yeah, that really is hilarious. I just remember like hearing that or yeah, you know, that I, we did that. I'm trying to remember like, that's funny. What it was for because I know clean clean was kind of into that, but yeah. I can't remember what it was for. But yeah, no, that yeah, that's I just remember us okay. doing it. Yeah, that is. And so this is a one k. So you actually have to move in this one. Yep, three thousand two hundred eighty-one <laughs> feet. So that's uh, Buddy Pet Food Buddy's delivery. So go to Buddy's Pet Food uh, Buddy's B U D D I E S petfood.com okay it's a company that was started in 2016 and uh, their son is autistic and he came up with this idea and he's uh, it, they're doing good I'm impressed so so check that out though okay but anyway so hopefully you guys got some good questions for me and uh, I've got always as always I got things to talk about too and then oh where did I put it there we are <laughs> I couldn't find my list uh, so we did the class reunion, Ramsey. Go Rams! All right. And then uh, also on Thursday, this Thursday, uh, September 13th, between 3 and 3.30 or so, I'm going to be on Twin Cities Live again. And I'm not sure what rescue is going to be joining me, but I'll be on Twin Cities Live. So that's Channel 5. So check that out sometime between 3 and 3.30. And then, uh, yeah, so that's, let's see. Oh, we got a lost. We still have the lost poodle that's up in, uh, started out in Centerville. Uh, it's a little lost apricot toy poodle, a toy poodle. And uh, her name is Zoe. And she's been lost now or on the run. They've said, seen sightings of her. And now the last one was about a week ago. Somebody thought they saw her on 35E down by County Road J where somebody stopped and picked her up off the freeway, which is a good thing. Really, she didn't get hit. But anyway, we're not sure if it's Zoe. But anyway, so we're still uh, looking for Zoe, lost dog in Centerville. So if you know of anybody that had just acquired a, a, a toy apricot poodle, you know, um, either they found it or whatever type thing, yeah, give me a call up at Katie's Canine uh, or email me or whatever type thing, then I'll send you in the right direction. So anyway, and she's on Lost Dog M, uh, if you're on Facebook, Lost, Lost Dog MN. So check that out if you want to see a picture of her. But it's a toy poodle uh, named Zoe, and uh, she's probably, I think she's like about eight pounds, seven, eight pounds. She's a small one. So so if you know it, so everybody up in Centerville there, that area heads up, County Road J and, and such. But I don't know how she got on the freeway, but you never know. So, But anyway, so yeah, so if you got any questions, you want to give a holler, 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. Still kind of walking around in the fog after talking to everybody last night. It was like... Good gravy. I had to come home to just, I mean, me, I'm usually flying off. Well, I did. I was talking the whole nonstop from six o'clock till we finished. It was really funny is that as you get older, all of a sudden about 10, 10, 30, the crowd started set, you know, thinning out pretty fast. And you know, ever used to party till two in the morning, three in the morning, you know, having a couple of cocktails, laughing and singing and just every now, I don't know, not everybody saying, but <laughs> so anyway, yep, it was fun. It really, so, you know, and people... Please go to your class reunions. It is fun. And, and it, no matter, every, a lot of people get self-conscious. I understand that. Well, I'm bigger than I was at, at school. You know what? We are. And so you know, we all have changed and you're not the only one. So just it is fun just to reminisce. And they put our, our senior picture that was in the senior book 
on her name tags with her name. So then you got to look like, oh, yeah, I remember you. And, and it really helped with acknowledgement and brought back a lot of memories. And I know some people don't have good memories, uh, you know, at high school and stuff like that. You know what? They're, they're not all bad. There were some good ones. That's what you cling to. And so, and why not? I, because I, I had a graduation. Now, I thought it was 670, and then somebody thought it was 560. So I don't know. I forgot to ask a couple of people that were, might be in the know before the 73 year, but it was a lot of people. And like, but like I said, we had about 250 last night, and it wasn't all spouses. That's one thing I don't understand why spouses come because you're t- so busy talking to other people, and the spouse kind of sits there going, Well, this is a lot of fun, isn't it? <laughs> Basically, you just want to introduce your spouse. So, this is my husband. Okay, and I'll be back. And, you know, three hours later, you, you wind up, and the person just sitting there. So, so do your house spouse a favor. Don't go there. <laughs> okay. So, yes, yeah, so if you got a question, give a holler. 651-641-1071. Go to mytalk1071.com. You can stream it live anywhere in the world. And remember, they got the podcast. Every All the shows are on podcasts. So uh, check that out. If, uh, whatever you get your podcast or our pod, you know, download the My Talk 107 uh, pod. Is that right? Podcast? Is that correct? Yes. Oh, okay. I wasn't sure how to correctly say that. And then also I want to tip my hat to J- uh, Joe Suchere. He had his last show uh, this week uh, on the 7th. And so all the whole gang, uh, you know, the, uh, Royce uh, also, uh, you know, they're the conforming, reconstructing uh, 1500 AM. So I just want to tip my hat to Joe Suchere of 25 years of doing one awesome show. And now he's going to be podcast too. So I think you can go to garagelogic.com or something like that. But he's going to be having a podcast that will be starting, I think they said the 15th of uh, September. I can't remember. But check it out because uh, Joe is one of a kind and so is Suchere. So, uh, not, yeah, Suchere, I mean, uh, Roycey. Roycey is an awesome dude too. So and he's going to be doing, I think, on and off for, I guess, 1500 still. So he won't be totally off the air. So so I tip my hat to those bo- guys, those boys. <laughs> okay, we're going to run. And so what do alligators drink? After a workout, what do alligators drink after a workout? Give a holler. Whatever it's and we're back. We got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. What do alligators drink after they work out? What do you think there, Carly? Um, oh gosh, I have no idea. Is that all football fields? All the football players drink it. Oh, Gatorade? There you really? go. Yes. Oh, that's what so funny. What do alligators drink after they work out? Gatorade. Gatorade. That makes sense. Okay, okay I get go. it. Good. Good, 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 good. Look at that. Thanks for the hint. There you go. Um, no problem. Yeah. No problem. Teamwork I'm, over here. Teamwork, teamwork. <laughs> yeah, blah, blah. Okay, so until we get some calls, uh, yeah, remember once again, 651-641-1071. Open lines. We can get to you right away. Uh uh, we mentioned it last week or a couple of weeks ago when I was, Dr. Jessica Levy was on the on the show. And I just want to reiterate because with fall, there's a lot of doings that are out there. Folks, will you please leave your dogs home? The dogs do, could care less about trying to negotiate people's feet, you know, and having their tails not get tep- stepped on in case they sit or their feet stepped on. Uh, at the state fair, uh, the last Sunday, there was uh, one guy in particular that had, it was a border collie and he had his service dog and basically it looked like, you know what I mean? Whereas, you know, he wasn't in a wheelchair or anything like that. So anyway, but I'm looking at it, it's like, you know what, if you can't go to the state fair without your companion helper, 
or not a companion helper, but you know what I mean? You shouldn't be going. I'm sorry. For the fact that, like I said, that poor dog was trying to negotiate all the people. It was so freaking packed. You couldn't even, I could barely even move. And then they had the dog move, and I can't, I wonder how many times he got his paw stepped on or his tail stepped on. And the dog looked so stressed out. So, I mean, if you truly love your dog that is 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 helping you, don't put him into situations that is going to, you know, just because you want to do it, you guys are a team. So figure out what you should be doing together and then a time that either you're going to leave him home and you're going to go do it or whatever type thing. Okay, folks? But just you folks with just regular every other day. Uh, you know, dogs, as far as you're just thinking, okay, we're going to some festival in whatever. Okay, let's bring the dogs. And a lot of times, these are at the very end of the night. If you stay at the end of the night, they are, they have fireworks afterwards. And that unnerves the dogs. But the dogs that look at it, get down on your all fours, uh, on your fours, pretend you're a dog, and then see what they have to negotiate. The strollers, the feet, uh, just everything. And you just, you'll be just amazed when you sit down, kind of stick your foot out like that's your tail, and then watch how people can, actually step you know step on the tail so that's why like i said the the festival folks the dogs would are, are better off at home and just wait for you and then you go go to the festival come home and then go do something with the dog go for a walk uh but teach tricks do some obedience do nose work you have some fun with the dog so that it's like you, the dog wants to spend time with you but not with ten thousand other people trying to negotiate strollers and such like that so please re revisit in your head that you know yeah i understand you want to do things with the dog you've been working all week and here's the weekend well but do, do things that's conducive for a dog to go to where it's not like a can of sardines and they have to no- negotiate everything okay because that like i said i just uh, my heart was just really sad uh watching that border collie and just uh they're a uh, uh, very high energy ultra focused dog anyway and to me the dog you know the tail was down the head was down the dog was like get me the heck out of here how do where's my exit where can i get out of here how can i but then try to be attentive to the owner at the same time so you folks you, you've got to take it and think like a dog okay read the book how to be uh people training for good dogs think like a dog right all right so that's my little soapbox for today <laughs> okay let's head to the phone line see who's see what's happening out there okay sounds good we have sarah on the line and sarah has a question about her dog that's barking randomly all right hey sarah how you doing good how are you katie good good what kind of pupper do you have she's a brussels griffon and how old and well i don't know for sure she's a rescue okay. and i think she's Maybe somewhere between 12 and 15, if I had to guess. Oh, years? Yes. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah. How long have you yeah, had her? I've had her for six years. Okay. Okay. Now, is this barking randomly just started getting and started going on, or is it getting worse? What's going on? It's kind of like a yip. So okay. she just kind of yips. And she's had a couple of, um, I think, seizures. They're, I'm pretty sure they're seizures. I don't know if they're seizures or strokes. And she'll so she, and after that time she's deaf so she's totally she's stone deaf she can't hear anything okay um, and she'll just like periodically start yipping mm-hmm. um, and especially at night so she which I know is maybe not your favorite but she sleeps on my bed okay and, well, no 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 if there's no if there's no you know uh, uh, leadership problems that's no problem having a dog sleep on the bed so it's, as long and, as there's good leadership so. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, and and she's fine up there typically, but she'll just start to yip. Um, I mean, and she could go for three hours yipping. 
And so, and I don't really know how to kind of calm her down. Like I can't do the pop can thing because she can't hear. Right, right, right. Um, and so then I try to move her and you can still kind of hear her or she'll stand at the door during the day and there's nothing outside. I mean, she might see an insect or something like that, but we live kind of remotely. Um, and she'll just yip. It, she just seems kind of agitated and this yipping going on. Do you have any thoughts on why she might be doing that? Um, it's called dementia. <laughs> Dog get dementia. They really do. But because she's told, she's ho- totally deaf. And then how's her eyesight? I think she can see pretty well, actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, because also, too, uh, they... When a dog goes deaf, we really don't know like what frequency they can hear, or whatever type thing, and so uh, and dogs do get. You know how like the older we get, the less we sleep, or like sleep for an hour, up for two hours, sleep for an hour, up to three hours. You know, like that. Mm-hmm. And then when mm-hmm. they start losing their senses, they feel like you know, like a fish out of water. They know they they have to relearn, you know, because they can't hear. They the another sensory has to kick in, you know, where they they learn, they feel better more, like what you know what the vibration that come through their feet or whatever type thing. You know, one thing goes away, another thing is heightened, right? Gotcha. So that's why when mm-hmm. there, and so there are, there you might want to try Amy Williams DeLong, D-E-L-O-N-G. She is uh, uh, one of the two people that are t- certified with uh, essential oils in the state of Minnesota for pets. Okay, there's a lot of people that do it, but she's certified where she knows her mm-hmm. stuff, okay? So there might okay. be some uh, some kind of concoction that you can use to help settle her down and just mm-hmm. kind of get her to zen out, all right? And so we don't know what she's if she's hearing something. Maybe you got ghosts in the house. No. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, we don't know. And so, like I said, but dogs do get dementia. You know, there's times their dogs will go out there, you know, they got to go potty. They go out and they stand in the middle of the yard and they're like, Okay, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, and then yes. so, that, that describes her very well, actually. Yep, and so that's why, like I said, they do. And then, like when they get uneasy, then uh, you know they get a little bit more um, nervous. And then, and nighttime is kind of a, a weird thing because, especially if you can't hear but you can see, and, and nighttime it's dark. Have you ever tried like having a, a, a light on in your in bedroom? Not a not the you know ceiling light, but some kind of like a night light or something like that. That uh, you know the total darkness might un, you know add to her uh, uneasiness. Yeah, that would that would require us to be. Um sleeping in separate beds, I think, because I have to have everything really dark. Oh. I'm of the age where sleep is, is um, hard to come by sometimes. Okay. So okay. Okay. the whole sleep hygiene thing for me is, is kind of critical. Okay. Okay. Uh, because that, yeah, that'd be another, where maybe would she be okay with uh, sleeping in another room? You know, yeah, or even she, in the hallway, or yeah, even just in the hallway, the you know, type thing. Yeah. And then have the light and just see if that light might help her out. All right. It doesn't have to be a glaring light, you know, just a soft light, uh, yeah. just like with a nightlight or something. And maybe that might help her. You know, she could be worried because she can't hear, but she and then maybe your sight is getting a little bit more dimmer, too. So, you know, she's, you know, so that when they get older like that, like I said, it is, uh, I do believe they do get dementia and, uh, and mm-hmm. just like in humans. And so that's about, but if you try Amy DeLong, uh, Amy Williams DeLong, or it's either Amy DeLong Williams, I'm not sure which way she put that, uh, and then dot com, or just put Amy uh, uh, essential uh, oils, essential oils for pets. You know, Google her. I will do that for sure. Yeah. Would that be something? Um, I'm sorry to keep you, but well, that's okay. Um, she has always been fine at the groomer, mm-hmm. and we have a really, really skilled groomer. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and she's been giving her fits the last couple times. Okay. The yep. last time she was there, it was so bad that um, I think she was getting, you know, kind of frustrated with her. Yep. Um, and, you know, I don't blame her because I think she's becoming really difficult to manage as far as the grooming goes. Yep. Any yep. suggestions on that? Same thing. Hopefully Amy can make a concoction for you to help settle okay. her down. Also, a lot of people have for anxieties like that. The hemp oil is doing uh, uh, wonders. Uh, True Dog has got a uh, hemp oil calming as, for lack of a better word, treat <laughs> out. Uh, or you can get the true hemp oil or the CD. I can never get this C- right. C- CBD? Yes, CBD? oil. Yep. Okay. And mm-hmm. so look into that. Go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com I will. Mm-hmm. and read up on it. And you might want to try that because I've seen a lot of anxious dogs, you know, really be helped out well with that. All right. And so maybe okay, the the that, that might be the first thing to try one of those two before you try Amy. Uh, because the, okay. those that oil, because Amy's oils go on, you know, like they're bedding, you know, so when they're sleeping, they're inhaling it, you know, type thing, and they're, you know, oh, what I mean, okay. it goes on. Whereas the hemp oil and the CBD oil that goes inside them, all right, so that you're, you know, trying to steady their system from the inside. So between right. the two, hopefully, maybe you can find, you know, what will stabilize her and make her feel comfortable. But many dogs, like I say, as they get older, they start feeling. Uh, vulnerable because they're losing their senses and mm-hmm. so then you know weird behavior and especially if she's being if she was always good with the groomer and now she yes. has high anxieties that's telling you right there that she really is you know yeah she's really uh, in turmoil all right so that'd be the best thing I would try the hemp oil or CBD whatever oil what is that what did you say I keep forgetting that CBD CBD, mm-hmm. yeah, CBD. Yep. Charlie CBD. boy dog yep Yep, I just wrote it down because I always mess that one up. <laughs> so I got too many things in my head, and that's one thing that for some reason is not sticking. <laughs> but anyway, I would try those two because I do, and a lot of people that have have very good luck with that. Okay, but there's right, good and bad oils good. out there, and that's why you need to use. Go and read on it that dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Read up on it because she will help you understand what to look for for the good. Because because it's becoming a buzzword, just like anything else, everybody jumps on the wagon and labels it, and right. you know what quality is it there. And obviously, if the quality is there, it's not going to you know help you as much as the good quality. Okay. Right. Right. Okay. Exactly. Thank well, you well, so keep, much. well, keep me posted in, in what, because there's other people that have the same problem as you got, you know. So we, we all learn from each other. So let me know if you hit the Absolutely. nail on the head and so that we can help other people, okay? Will do. Thanks so much. You bet. Take care. Bye bye. Yep. Uh, and, and like I say, Elsie, uh, she was uh, 17, 18. And uh, she was getting to that where she stayed in the middle of the room and like, and why am I here? <laughs> and she couldn't hear that well. And then she, her sight was starting to leave too. So, so you just gotta, you know, it's frustrating when, you know, you see old people getting old and losing their senses and then at least they can communicate somewhat to us. But then when the dogs, our pets start losing it, you know, we're just, we're grasping for straws to figure out, okay, how could I help calm you? How can we work through this? So it's a tough one. Okay. Where are we at, Miss Carly? Time for trivia. Uh, trivia, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, what was the name of the only horse that beat the legendary Man of War? Okay, the year was uh, in August of 1919. What was the name of the only horse that beat the world's, uh, the, the legendary Man of War? We'll be back. Hey, hey, Katie K9 here every Sunday, 46, answering your K9 questions, occasional feline questions, and whatever else comes up. No husband, wife, or kid questions. That's the way she put on my t shirt. No oh, husband, yeah. wife, or kid questions. That's Katie a good K9. one. Yeah. There you go. Just dog or cat.
Uh, there you go. I'm about to one. I want to have a T-shirt for next uh, state fair. Yes. So glad she was so we're only one week away from the other one, but we're thinking ahead. So if any of you guys got any we're, questions, we're planning. Or, we're planning. Yeah, and if you got any ideas, please email them to me. What it should say on my T-shirt for the state fair next year? If they go for it, we're going to give them three options and see what uh, what they might like. Okay. So yeah, email me up to Katie Kane. We're thinking ahead to next year. Yes, so. we are. There you go. Okay. What was? Uh, <clears throat> there we go. What was the name of the only horse that ever beat the legendary Man of War? Do you have any idea? I have. Uh, I mean, the only horse I would say is Sea Biscuit, but okay. this was an. It happened. <laughs> but in I August. know that was like way after this. Yeah. The, this happened in August twelfth in nineteen nineteen. Yeah, I have okay, no idea. And you ready for the? Uh, I had to reread it because it's like, what is this? Uh, yeah. The horse's name was Upset. Oh. Upset. Isn't that something? It upset Very and, cool. and beats a legendary man of war. There you go. Upset. That's cool. That's yeah. really interesting. Isn't that cute? Now, now you won't. Now you know. Now, you now I have two horses that I know. The yeah, secretary. Of. Yeah, upset that beat man of war. Yeah, there you go. man of war. He was an awesome, awesome horse. Okay, let's head head to the phone lines. Okay, sounds good. We have Patty on the line, and Patty has a question about surrendering a dog. All right. Hey, Patty. How you doing? Hi. Good. 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 Hey, so, how are you? Good. So, what's going on? Well, um, I recently had to move into a senior living house that doesn't, or uh, home, apartment building that doesn't accept my eight-year-old German Shepherd. All right. Because she's too large. Okay. And so I have to surrender her, which is very hard for me, to somewhere. And um, my son was taking care of her, but he, his family cannot take care of her. So now she's... Um, doesn't have a home. So what would you suggest I do at this point? I need an emergency place to go to. Okay. Okay. Uh, one thing that you might want to try is, uh, are you an internet person? Yeah. Okay. Go to Top Dog Foundation. Top okay. Dog Foundation. Also okay. try Shepherds of Minnesota Rescue. Shepherds okay. of Minnesota Rescue. And before mm-hmm. we go, uh, I want Carly to get your name and your phone number. Okay. okay, so we can see if we can help you out, like, you know, ASAP. If any of the listeners out there, uh, you know, has uh, mm-hmm. room for an eight-year-old German Shepherd, uh, is it a female or a male? She's a female, and she did have um, obedience training at your, with you. Oh, did she? What's the dog's yeah. name? In the class. Her name was, her name is Jewel. Jewel, okay, believe yep. it or not. I remember, and the reason is is because... Uh, of the name, you know, there, you know, there's names really? like Bella and oh. stuff like that. And yeah. see, I'm a shepherd person, so I really remember oh. the shepherds that come through. Oh my! Okay, so now mm-hmm. the thing is, is that now how um, does she get along with other dogs? Yes, she. We were living with my son, okay, and his family, and they have three dogs and three cats. Okay, and she got along with cats. And, yes, and the kids. Yep, there oh. were two teenage boys, young teenage boys, and. Okay. And she did get along with them too. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So before you go, you know, have uh, Carly get your uh, ad or name. Okay. okay. And so, uh, not, you, not not your name, but well, we got your name and then your <laughs> your uh, contact. Yeah. So like okay. I said, hopefully by end of day and tomorrow we can find you know somebody that can take her. Now is this a permanent situation, or uh, are you going to be able to get back? You know what what's going on with that? No, unfortunately, I won't be able to take her back. So okay. that's it's really hard. Oh yeah, think I know. That's why mm-hmm. I'd be. What area do you live in? Now, um, Roseville. Oh, you live in Roseville? Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, because hopefully, you know, whoever does, if you can find a home for her, that maybe yeah. they'll be willing that you can come and visit her once in a while and stuff like that. You know, that'd be cool. Oh, if they would let me. I know she's she's very loyal, as you know, German. Oh, yes, well. I know it. So, I know it. But say, oh, Saving yeah. Shepherds of Minnesota. That's what it is. Saving okay. Shepherds of Minnesota. Okay. 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 Mm-hmm. Try them. And they, they have a Facebook page also. And then okay. Top Dog Foundation. They take, mm-hmm. uh, well, she'd be considered a senior dog. Okay, yeah, but they okay. and but especially since it's an emergency, when somebody can quick take it until we mm-hmm. can get this all squared away. Okay. Okay. So oh, I appreciate that so much. Oh no, I'm so glad you called. That was so nice of you, Patty. Mm-hmm. So Carly's going to take your info, and then okay. and we'll hopefully we'll we'll have good news for you. We'll they, we'll get this squared away. Okay, kiddo. Yeah. Thank you. You bet. Thanks, Patty. Bye bye. Okay, Hold on bye. now for Carly to get the info. All right. Okay. All right. There you go. Okay. Who's up next, Carly? Okay, we have Arlette on the line, and she has a question about her dog that's getting stuck up in the bed. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know, go. right? Okay, let's see what's going on with this one. Hey, Arlette, how you doing? Good, thank you. So, our dog, Charlie, he's nine years old, and he's blind. Okay. And he has always slept on our bed, and it's never been a problem, but we recently got a new bed. And now he will get up there just fine. But for some reason, when it comes to jumping down off the bed, he won't do it. He just sits there and cries. Okay. okay. And then we have to guide him down off the bed. Okay. We yeah. tried to put like a like a scent on the floor where we want him to go down, you know, and stuff to try to, you know, for right. his nose to smell. But I, everything we're trying is not working. Okay. And it's not any higher than the other bed, so we're not sure what's going on. Okay. Now, does he jump up on his own? Yeah, he does. Okay. Uh, what I would try, now, is this a real high bed or average bed or what? Um, it's, it's a little high. Okay. Uh, I would try two things, oh, a couple things. Number one, you can get foam steps. Foam mm-hmm. steps. I would get that, and then, that you know, you're on the right track as far as that scenting thing. Okay, so uh-huh. what you do is you take either a treat or, you know, some kind that, and always use the same smell, and then you take and have him follow that, okay, and then uh-huh. rub it at the, t- you know, on the side of the bed and where, where the stair is right there, okay, or you could do just a ramp. If you don't want him to do the steps, just uh-huh. get yourself uh, like a foam ramp that he can go down, all right, because okay. he's, yeah, he's feeling... Uh, insecure for some reason. I, I think it's probably because you won't realize it, but your old bed had the familiar of scent on it, you know, probably uh-huh. where he went up. And, and now that scent is not there, even though you tried to rescent it. And so, you know, his scent was heavier and he was secure from where he would jump <laughs> off the bed and onto the floor. And so that's okay. what we got. But I would either try, you know, because you can get some foam steps that are, you don't want the ones that have, you know, that are really quick steps. You want ones they have kind of long. So you go down and then walk a little bit then down and then walk a little bit or uh-huh. you want like i say a ramp that you could just put up there or you can get like you know those body pillows okay yeah. and so find figure out something that you can put underneath it and put a body pillow up there and get him to walk down the body pillow okay and there again what you get what it just it's going to patiently just sit in the bed and talking to him and say follow it you know follow it you give it a word or whatever type thing and, and have him follow the treat okay and then now mm-hmm. he's to so where he's supposed to go down okay rub the treat and then like one hand will be with him and then the other hand will be on the treat okay like maybe under his tummy or something like that and try to walk him down so he can feel you know where you know you he knows you got him but you're helping him get down and then when he gets uh-huh. all the way down good yay you yay you yay you give him the treat yay give him 
all excited. And then I would have him try to go up the same thing too. Turn around. And it's just going to be a lot of reiterate, reiterate so that he can smell where and gets to know where he needs to go to get off the bed. Okay. Okay. Because I okay. guess, um, how many pounds? Um, 23. 23 pounds? Okay. So, yeah, I would try. I think the ramp thing would be better that he doesn't doesn't have to negotiate steps. Because steps could okay. be awkward, you know, when obviously for blind people yeah. and blind dogs. But, yeah, so that's try that. But there's a way. But all it is is give it a word, you know, and then, you know, you could say find steps or whatever, even though they're not steps. But yeah. make sure it's a word and then use, and just give them, like, just whispers of treat. But always use the same smell, all right? So he learns okay. to follow that. But then what's going to happen is you're going to start following his own smell and i would really make sure that you don't wash your that pillow or that ramp you know very okay. often because that's where he's going to follow his smell to find where he needs to get down all right okay okay, okay i'm not saying not don't wash your sheets on your bed but <laughs> <laughs> so but i that's what i would do you just got to create and that's what a lot of people heads up you know that you know what that uh, dogs are going blind or losing their vision you know getting up and down out couches and such like that is that you teach them or dogs that have had you know injuries you teach them, you know, how to get on and off by way of a step or a ramp or whatever type thing. And so they learn to use that, and then it all is right with the world, okay? Sounds good. Okay, good luck, kiddo. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Yeah, that is, uh, but yeah, that's what you just got to do. You got to help the dogs, and that's why a lot of people don't even know their dogs are blind. Uh, until they get new furniture or they move the furniture or they get new carpet. The furniture is the same, but the carpet. And so now the trail that the dog would take, even though you wash your car, your, your carpet, the, the dogs smell their, their sensories are so potent that you can't really clean it enough to get all their smell out of that. And so they, they use their nose to navigate the house. And so when you start moving and rearranging or getting new things and such like that, it totally discombobulates. And I'm guessing that with this mattress, what the problem is, is that the scent, the point that he would go up and down, you know what I mean, that that was gone. And now they have to reiterate that and and, and help the dog find the new way to get down. And it, it, it'll work, but you just got to have patience and you just got to you know do it three, four times a day five times a day, six times a day until the dog starts, you know, you, you say, okay, let's step off. And then he's no, he's, he, you can see him running to where he needs to go to get down and step off the bed or off the couch or whatever type thing. So yeah, so the dog, anytime they start losing their senses, their hearing, um, or their sight, everything goes to their nose. And so then the nose becomes more powerful even. All right. Where are we at there, Miss Carly? We need to get some trivia. All right. Trivia it is. Okay, ready for this? There are over 32,000 known species of what type of animal? There are over 32,000 known species of what type of animal? We'll be back. Ready then. Hey, we got open lines. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. So we're trying to uh, find a home. Uh, because uh, Patty had a has an eight year old female German Shepherd that uh, does get along with other dogs and kids and cats. Uh, she had to go into assisted living and cannot bring this Shepherd with her. It's too big, so we're trying to find a new home. And hopefully, whoever does, uh, and Patty's gonna pick out obviously the the new home. But anyway, and uh, hopefully that you would be okay with uh, letting Patty visit, or you can bring it to Patty for a visit once in a while. So anyway, so we're, we're doing that. And so if you know have any information or if you're interested, you can just email me at Katie's. 
canine, and we can do that. And then also, too, remember, we're looking for a little apricot poodle up in Centerville that's been gone for well over a month now, but we keep seeing sightings. But it's difficult. Most dogs, they get scared, and they just keep running. So anytime you're looking for a dog that's, you know, on the run, if you see them, don't chase them. Sit down. Have hot dogs. Have Kentucky Fried Chicken original recipe. Heat it up and let the nose follow. And just just have your back to the dog or side to the dog. And just let the dog come all the literally up into your space. Don't reach out. Don't lean into them. Nothing. Don't make any, you know, I mean, at least because if any of it thing, and most people have their cell phone, where you can say, you know, I'm sitting on the ground with my hot dogs. <laughs> and the dog is like 20 feet from me. Okay. You know, you call the owner or whoever's looking for them so that they can come and hopefully get their dog. Because I know, not me, remember, I just have a, I don't have a, cell, uh, um, not a what do you call it? Uh, a smartphone? Uh, yes, I just have a flip phone. And most <laughs> of the time it's in the truck and not on yeah. me. <laughs> but anyway, so uh, so it'll be great. So yeah, give a holler, 651-641-1071. If you have any um, uh, information, if you can find, uh, are interested in that, finding uh, or uh, homing that, rehoming that eight-year German Shepherd Jewel, um, or if you know of anything about Zoe, the apricot poodle in Centerville that's been on the loose for over a month, and but they still see sightings, and they did see one, I'll reiterate in case you're just tuning in. Somebody saw somebody on 30. 5E by Connie Road J pick up a apricot poodle on the on the freeway. Well, thank God it didn't get hit. Uh, but whoever, you know, and that's the thing is we think that people, everybody listens, you know, it's on Facebook. Everybody's listened to my radio show. You know, this person might not be a Facebook person or have a, like me, not have a smartphone or anything. So that's why if you're a vet and you just recently got a, a apricot poodle, you know, kind of scruffy because she was in need of a haircut or a groomer kind of scruffy. Well, there, you know, might, uh, might be the Zoe that we're looking for here. So that, uh, give me a, a holler up at Katie's, uh, canine or email me or whatever type thing. Okay. And then. Then, uh, oh, we forgot to do the trivia. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, I get out of that. Okay, there are over 32,000 known species of what type of animal? Now, I'm going to give you a little hint. Here. Okay. So, instead of saying animal, uh, we're going to narrow it down to insect. I was going to ask you if it was okay. an insect. Okay, so I will we'll narrow it down to, uh, so I'll, I'll give that, give you that hint. So, what what's your thought? Okay. How how many did you say over thirty two thousand known species? Known of what type of insect species? Um, I want to say beetle. Okay, nope, it's spiders. Oh, okay. Spiders, thirty-two thousand species of spiders. I guess that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Lordy, I just can't I don't even like spiders that. though. So no, no, I don't. They I, scare me. I don't like spiders and snakes, and that's not what it takes. To, you know, no, I don't like spiders and clowns. There That's clowns. what I don't. I've never been. You know, I've never been scared of clowns, but they're not my favorite people. Yeah, <laughs> I feel sorry for those people that are in the clown club because you know, but uh, they do a great job. So. Yeah, I mean, it was all I can it was see Steve, what, Steven Spielberg. You know, put everybody in that that one. With yeah. The, yeah, 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 so. yeah. Yep. Then all yep. of a sudden, clowns were not fun anymore. Exactly. No, 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 no fun. No fun with that. Yeah. Absolutely not. No, not good. Not good. So Absolutely you got a question? Not. Give a holler. 651-641-1071. Who's up next? Uh, we have Shannon on the line, and she has a question about uh, introducing a cat to a pre-existing dog. All right. Hi, Shannon. How you doing? Hi, good. How are you doing? Good, good. So, okay, what's doing what? So, I just recently moved back in with my parents. Right. Um, they have a eight-year-old black lab mix, Stella, right. um, Stella. female. Okay. And um, along with me coming back home, um, I brought my little cat, Luna. Um, right. Very sweet, um, easygoing, very nice cat. Mm-hmm. Um, we put her up in 
her own room right away mm-hmm. um, and kept her separate from Stella the dog. Mm-hmm. And I did, you know, the scent swapping where I'd take, like, some of Luna's toys and bring them to Stella and vice versa mm-hmm. just to get them kind of used to each other's scent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that seemed to be going okay. And um, then we started to allow, like, Stella to come to the outside of the door of the room that we had Luna in. Mm-hmm. And we were just kind of slightly opening the door so that Luna, you know, so that they could visually see each other. But I was kind of creating like a barrier Mm -hmm. um, in between. Mm -hmm. And this was like only a day or so into um, first bringing Luna to my parents. Um, So I don't know if we moved kind of quick on that. I mean, Stella seemed very interested in Luna, but... Mm -hmm. Um, you know, Luna would kind of just go about her business and scratch on her post or they had moments where they'd kind of lock eyes and were very interested in each other, but Mm -hmm. ultimately they seemed like they were kind of okay with the whole idea of each other. Okay. Uh, Um, Has Luna ever seen another dog or vice versa? Has uh, Stella seen another cat? Well, Stella, when my parents first got her, they had a mainly outdoor cat that mm-hmm. was here. Um, and so Stella came into the mix and Gus, the cat, you know, had already been living here his whole life at that point. Mm-hmm. And I think really all it took for Stella to um, accept Gus and Ursa was just a little swat. Right. Okay. You know, uh, okay. Gus swatted Stella. She was a puppy at the time. And, right. you know, she was yep. fine with Not the cat it. then yep. after that. Okay. Uh, um, a couple of things that you want to do is get a bandana and then, like, pet the cat with it. Just just get as much of that cat, as cat smell on that bandana, okay? Then okay. you're going to put that on Stella. So now Stella's going to sleep with uh, Luna's scent and walk with it every day, <laughs> all right? Then okay. take and put Luna in a kennel. Okay, and not in like a little tiny cat kennel, but just a little bit, you know, she can kind of move around in it a little bit, okay? Put her in a kennel, mm-hmm. and then just put her like uh, like in the living room or whatever, whereas, you know, the dog's hanging out. And so you're watching TV, now Luna's part of the situation, and now uh, Stella gets to smell her, you know, and they get to see, smell each other. And what you're just looking at is that like when every when you bring them out, Luna out in, in, Stella goes up and goes, oh, it's you, and then walks away. Not okay. the, Not the focus, like, okay. What are you doing? <laughs> then the mm-hmm. next step, when you can see that they're, they're very relaxed, and you need to do go slow because if you hurry it up, that's what could bite you in the butt. All right. So what you're looking for is they're, they're kind of nonchalant. Then the next step would be that you put the kennel, and then now you put Stella on a leash. All right, and then okay. open the kennel and let the cat come out. Right. So they can see it. And then if Luna, you know, is like, oh, look at that. Just say, hey, hey, that's enough. That's enough. Just leave it. Leave it. You don't want the dog to focus on the cat because usually what gets the cat into trouble is when it runs is the prey instinct of a dog is that if it's running, I need to get it. Right. So what you're after is that the dog just uh, anytime I get a new dog any the minute they look at the cat, I use the word leave it. Okay, so then the dog learns that to look at the cat and the quick looks at me like, I didn't see that cat. I did not see that cat. And so they almost become worried about it. But then when I can see that they will honor me and leave the cat alone, then I, because all my cats were dog friendly, there wasn't one that didn't like a dog. And so then uh, eventually that, you know, the the dogs would just, you know, they see a cat, they would go the other way. They didn't, there are cat dogs out there though that are cat 
nuts. The, the drive to get that cat is, uh, they get obsessive, all right? Not all mm-hmm. dogs are conducive to being a cat dog, okay? But as long as they can learn to just hang out, I mean, the, you know, like the way the cat moves, the dog is like, whoa! You know what I mean? As long as you don't have that, then you should be, and because the dog got, you know, did meet a cat at one time. And now does Luna have her claws? She does. Okay, yeah. well, that's good. But see, that's what I would just do is that, you know, for the next couple of weeks, you know, uh, Stella's on a leash and she's in the kennel and then eventually let her out of the kennel, put that bandana, you know, every, like every third day, re-energize that battery, battery, that bandana, you know, with Stella's scent on that bandana and tie it to Stella, you know, around Stella's neck. So she's literally okay. sleeping with that cat. So pretty soon that there's no need to really snip the cat because <laughs> the dog has been living with her for about the mm-hmm. last couple of weeks. And that really, really helps with the transition of of the smell and such like that because usually that's what gets dogs into trouble is they, they go up and want to over smell the cat and then the cat gets all you know crazy all right and so well and i i think we might have sped up the process a little bit because i think it was the second day we actually took luna down into the living room mm-hmm. and then i had my mom bring stella into a different room with her um leash mm-hmm. and then once Luna was, you know, just kind of sniffing out the living room. Stella came in, and they seemed okay. And the second my mom took her off this leash, I mean, she lunged at the cat. Okay. And they were tumbling around. Oh, and, you didn't say that. You know, there was kissing. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, no, no blood, no bites or anything, but the poor cat had some fur kind of pulled out from okay. her backside. Well, see, you didn't tell me that. But, yeah, you went way too fast, and now you got to start painfully because you already had an incident like this now you gotta painfully go if it takes two months three months so be it all right okay yeah but you just gotta very slow and gradual yep and so let's they get to eat do the bandana and uh, and everything and so then eventually it should come around all right one quick thing katie my mom is actually can you hold on to that we got to run the break oh sure so if you want to hang on then we'll come back to you okay all right okay hang on okay what do a mouse and a wheel have in common what does a mouse and a wheel have in common we'll be back